Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Dads Talking About Anime. Surprised I could say that with a straight face after that introduction, but y'all didn't hear. I'm Chest, aka Chest. Who else is in the house today? I'm Kolb. And I'm Ben. Mm, that's us, your three dads that talk about it. It's been a lot of episodes that <laughs> oh. we've been the three dads, hasn't it? Feels good. It does. Just a little sneak preview for anyone listening to this episode. If you've somehow made it through all of Jordan so far, uh, we're almost to a one-year anniversary. So be looking forward to that. That's a little crazy. Yeah. A lot of episodes under our belt. It's actually been a little insane. I was talking to my wife about that, and she's like, how many episodes have y'all done? I was like scrolling. I was like, I was like, it's... And she's like, you've not missed a single week? I was like, nope. We've released... Yeah. So once good. a week for almost <laughs> a full that. year, which is kind of crazy. That is crazy. Like I, I felt like we were going to be consistent and we were all interested and passionate and all that. But I'm like, there's got to be a point where we just had to skip a week. No, sir. No, sir. Not this group. It's uh, it's all thanks to that double recording. It really saves our butts sometimes. We've been close. We've been really close. Like there's been some times where we had to pull out some filler pretty quickly or it was going to it's going to miss a week, but we've yet yet to break it. So, it still could happen fans and folks, but uh we plan to not let it happen. Oh, so um what else can we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not that we we like to hate on Jordan and it's not our favorite show by any means. It's not even the best show by any means. It's it's not the worst show. I want to give it credit. It's not the worst show I've watched. Although maybe there's different opinions. <laughs> um, we just I think it's it's been fun to not enjoy a show too much. So we've been leaning into that a little bit. But um, yeah. It's, uh, well, I do have one thing. Do y'all like spiders or dislike spiders? Depends on the spider. Uh, like the, like as big as a quarter, and it lands in your face. Oh. I'd say no. That's a, that's going to be a no for me. Yeah. Usually, if, thought about if there's it. a spider <laughs> in a web somewhere. I'm just like, I'm going to leave mm-hmm. you alone. You're not messing with me. You're you're getting those bugs that I don't really like. I'm just going right. to leave you alone. But if they're moving around inside my house, I'm like, okay, you got to you got to either die or get out. Got to get out. So you actually brought up the exact predicament that I'm in. I can't leave them alone because so my internet has been on the fritz, so I'm back at, at uh, my folks' house to record this, and the pathway betwixt our house and their house is a it's just a little wooded pathway, and they love to build webs. Like, right as soon as the sun goes down, there's just magically, like, 17 webs between <laughs> here and there. So I have to take a stick and, like, swirl it in the air 
because I literally last night almost walked into one that was probably bigger than a quarter and it was at my face level and I mm. I would have peed my pants I think if I had <laughs> got gotten that on my face I'm very like just such a wimp when it comes to big spiders I just can't take it how did you do in those demon slayer episodes with the spider family Ooh. oh that was fine because they weren't in my house but oh, okay well I guess that makes sense if I if I was uh what's his name Zengetsu Zeng is that his name Zimbabwe. If I was Zimbabwe, <laughs> I probably would have fainted as well. He just has the benefit of when he faints, he can actually fight. So that yep. wouldn't have been me. I would just died. So I would just died. Oh, you're talking about Ben's favorite character. <laughs> yes, the orange-haired uh, little boy who lo- lo- redhead who loves uh, women and faints <laughs> at the side of scary things, and then is a boss at fighting, which is exactly what Ben loves, right? High-pitched yeah. characters <laughs> like that. You, you know, it's it's great. Uh, I heard I was speaking with Ramos. I'm not sharing anything about season two, but I mm. was texting him thank while you. I was watching season two. Yes, thank and you. And he texted, or he said that there are rumors that they're taking some characters out. Uh, I don't know about completely, but a lot less, lot less airtime in seasons moving forward and i'm like oh that's potentially great news depending on who they take out say uh tanjiro's two right hand men (laughs) get them out of here and then uh it's a wonderful show Uh, and he said those are the two that might lose some some screen time i I I forgot his name you're talking about the boarhead guy too you don't really like him yeah no i i think they're both i mean they they both have okay moments, but overall I find them annoying. They're just both really obnoxious all the time, um, and but yeah, they they have their moments. But I think the relationship with uh, Tanjiro and his sister is so strong and appealing that that could that could run by itself. Right. Um, well, demon Slayer, as right? This, <laughs> as much as I want this to be a Demon Slayer episode. We're going to talk about some demons, but they're not from Demon Slayer. So <sighs> so that's that. Let's pack it up and go home. Just kidding. We're almost done with Joran, everybody. We're going to jump right in here. We've got four episodes left, and after tonight, we'll just have two. We'll just have two. So we have watched episodes uh, nine and ten, which... Were some episodes, Kobe? You want to you want to kick us you want to kick us off with those? Episodes? You know, I I will. However, Chess, I would love to hear your initial thoughts. You seem like you're pretty down on these episodes. <laughs> no, I'm just down the show. The episodes oh, okay. actually weren't that bad. Interesting, they weren't the worst. All right, so I guess I'll start it off, <laughs> Ben. Unless you have any other comments here, no, Let's... I'll save mine. Okay, let's get going. Episode 9, Confidential File 668, Ethereal oh. Love. I was convinced I was going to say that word wrong. But anyway. Oh, you nailed it. Thanks. You did it. At least, unless we're all wrong. <laughs> no, I've never heard wrong. it before. I think it's love. <laughs> uh, that was well great. played. Well played. All right. So 
the episode starts. Sawa wakes up. She and Jin are still at the seaside shack. So our cliffhanger from last time, whatever that mission that Harlot Hannah is going to go on, we don't know what that's about. And Jin is not with her. He is still at the seaside seaside shack. And Jin basically asks, hey, I'm going back to Tokyo. Sawa, you should come with me because I still really want your help. And she's very hesitant and she does not answer him. And he goes off and he does that thing. And then a character that we used to know differently comes back into play. Rinko comes <gasps> to the, the shack. But Rinko. she looks a lot different. And she reveals that she is an executioner of new. We've been saying new, by the way. Uh, and I heard it clearly in these episodes. They say new A. New A. New A. So we've been calling it yeah. new, but it's pronounced new A. I'm going to say new. The, the E is not silent. New A. <laughs> so anyway, Jin's mission, mission for Rinko was, hey, I know these girls are going and hiding, Sawa and Asahi. You need to protect them. And she does a great job at that by letting one of them get killed. Mm-hmm. Which is yep. mission, so, mission accomplished. Great, great job, Rinko. Yeah. You did your... Yep. position beautifully anyway yeah, darn no problems best. with that <laughs> yeah so she and she and sawa talk a little bit uh we can we'll talk about what they said if we want to who knows but anyway sawa's like i need to leave and rinko's like hey are you gonna go back to tokyo and she says nothing really but she gets on this journey and rinko's gonna follow her so the story follows mostly sawa but there's also a little bit of Jin's story mixed in with that so that's the setup of our episode fellas yeah so how did y'all feel about Jin knowing the whole time i was leaning that direction but like uh, original originally yeah it, we, we talked about the old graveyard and everything just seemed a little too uh i, I didn't seem like that's what he yeah that that's what he would do if he really thought she was dead. Um, I think I just, this was last episode we listened to or two episodes ago. Cause I was like, Oh, this is interesting hearing, um, hearing the back and forth and the up and down and left and right and forwards <laughs> and backwards. And the, but no, uh, I, it, it makes sense based on, well, I mean, I, I don't know what actually makes sense anymore based on what we learned here in these episodes as well. Um, but I'll just stop there. Yeah. I think if I remember correctly, at least Ben and I, I, I think I was with you chest and I said, no, I don't think he knows what's going on. But then I had that little asterisk saying, but he's one of those characters that would know yeah. what's going on. So I wouldn't put it past him, right. even though I think right. this one way. So it wasn't terribly surprising to find out. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. He's been keeping pretty close tabs on Sawa this whole time. As we've come to find out. Um, I'm struggling with like, is this a good plot moment or is this another one of those kind of makes it just null and pointless? Not maybe not pointless, but like, you know how they've done that a lot? Like it'll be a reveal and you're like, what was the point of that struggle that happened? Sure. <laughs> And for example, the death that happens that sh- that Ringo Starr could have prevented was like, hmm, 
you could have prevented that. Oh yeah, I you, I felt you did with that. I agree, hundred percent. I didn't feel that way about like Jin's, like us hearing more about Jin and what he knew and didn't know. But I thought bringing in Rinko and the reveal about her was just like, what? And I'm not drunk. <laughs> I haven't I haven't sense? drank in sixteen years. Give me some yeah. alcohol. I just just didn't seem necessary to bring in another character she wasn't random but it was just like she was a i don't know and yeah again the fact that she knew and things just happened at the village and what i don't know if i wrote it down what was her defense to, to Wait, why, why she, she didn't right? step in she yeah, didn't have one she just so, kind of uh, she, she didn't really I have didn't. one yeah <laughs> i just didn't do it like i wasn't i wasn't available i don't she didn't really say she just said hey i hope you don't hold it against me that this happened That's yeah kind of all she said like, why wouldn't I hold that against you? Yeah. <laughs> it's the only person yeah. I've cared about you uh, had one since job, all my family died and <sighs> you still let it happen. Yeah, I don't know. It's, again, I kind of feel like they're course correcting in a great in a good way, right? They're course correcting the ship. But because they've only have X amount of episodes left, they don't really have a good space to like, so there's still these weird plot reveals and you're like, Hmm. Is this just to move the plot? Or was this like, like what? Like, how does this flow? And I, I don't feel like that definitely doesn't flow for me. But it's not as bad as some of the reveals. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you mentioned? We would talk about what they talked about. What were they uh, discussing in length? Oh, you know, that's basically it. We kind of just did. Yeah. She, she, didn't, she didn't explain why she wasn't there, and yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. kind of she kind of asked for forgiveness, but not really because she's drunk. And so I was like, I don't really care. Yeah. Just leave me alone. That kind of thing. So it wasn't much. Yeah. So Sawa from there is like, I'm gonna go on a journey, uh, and she's like, Well, I'm gonna come with, and she's like, Fine, whatever you want to do, just follow, and um. From there, they go to, they go straight to the village, correct? Because the the ending scene is not the ending scene, but the the latter half of the episode is on the train, right? Yeah the uh, the way this episode's set up, it's is, I mean, I understand why they do it. the The direct next thing is Jin on the uh, like the trolley, the zipline trolley. Oh yeah, with his yeah. which like, is only like a minute long scene. He's spazzing out. Yeah, so by this time, Sawa doesn't really know where to go, or she does, and she doesn't tell Rinko. Um, so yeah, let's talk about that Jin. Jin is on the train. He's kind of having some sort of... Sickness. Yeah, reaction. Yeah. And it's is his veins are popping out, and it looks like they're kind of outlined in blue. So you're like, oh, I wonder mm-hmm. what that's about, even though we kind of guessed it last mm-hmm. time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then a messenger from the Shogun arrives and tells him, hey, the Shogun wants that girl. Meaning Sawa. And Jin's also, like... This, this messenger arrives on the trolley in midair, suspended over a valley. So it's a mysterious, like, appears, and then... I mean, later he also disappears, but... So it's meant to be mysterious. Yes, very, very much so. 
But anyway, he says, "Hey, Sorry, I yeah, want this girl. We want this girl Sawa." And Jin's like, uh, uh, "No, we. I don't really want to do that. You know, she's gonna be a very great asset to the new A group." And the guy's like, "Shut up. Do what the Shogun says. Bye." And that's it. Yep. I'm gone. And the scene's over. Yeah. Bye. Which is fine. Which is fine. I think I'm more. I think I'm more. Quote, right. Yeah, it was. I wrote. Yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> Shut up. Do it. The shotgun says bye. <laughs> I'm less uh, negative about these episodes, I think, than at least one of you. I'm guys. I'm so. less negative about the next episode. Mm. Okay. And the train, the train part of this episode, actually. I like the train part of this episode. Okay. So where they're going, Sawa and Rinko, they're going to get on a train, as we've alluded to. And by we, I mean chest. And they're going to go to... <laughs> <laughs> the old village of Sawas. I forgot what their clan name is called. Do you remember what it's called? The Yukimotos. That is incorrect. It starts with a K. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Blue Blood Village. Kilimanjaro. Yeah. The Kakashi clan. <laughs> the Kakashi clan. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So they get on a train and they get to the village. And here we get some more information about her clan. You know, Sawa's yep. kind of like walking through her old stomping grounds. Rinko's asking questions. And what are some of the things we find out about these blue bloods? <laughs> I don't know what else to call them. I know. That's just funny because like that. that's like an actual that. phrase. <laughs> I know. It doesn't um, really work. They uh, uh, were pre- predominantly peaceful people, actually. Mm-hmm. There was some that... Uh, wait, is that this... No, this that's the that's the Jin episode I'm mixing. It's up. mentioned it's mentioned in this part too. Okay. So they're predominantly peaceful people, not not like a like they're not all warriors like we thought, maybe, at the beginning. I, I thought they were all like Raven warriors, but they're not. Um Yeah, I'm just, That's what, fine. What I'll get into Jump it. In. So this clan oh. has been in Japan. <laughs> you were for, waiting. I was. <laughs> Again, I didn't mind this episode at all. This clan has been in Japan for 1,600 years. And they're, whatever reason, this clan, this because of their blood, they are more sensitive to the presence of that weird mystical element, that Ryum Yaku. And they could use it to channel power. That's where they get these raven, well, at least Sawa and... Uh, other members they get these powers um but they don't like to be used by other people for violence so they would move around a lot they would move around to avoid being weapons by other people and over time they lost the skills of fighting because they were so they hated fighting so much they were so chess i think you're right at one time the whole village was like this whole warrior clan but then they hated being used by people for their own gain and so they stopped doing that. So they slowly lost their fighting spirit, um, and only a few kept that power, I think. And uh, yeah. So something about them, they just know the presence of this this mystical element. And they pay respects to the dead that are there. Rinko pours out a 40. Mm. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. She's like, does anybody in this village drink? She's like, well, I mean, a couple people did. She's like, this is for them. Yep. Just <laughs> this is for pours them. out a whole bottle of alcohol <laughs> on the on the shrine. <laughs> Super generous. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, knowing how much she likes alcohol, that was true. meaningful for her. It is true. 
I did think it was very touching and it was a good slowdown to have Sawa like honoring the the members of her village by putting out the tra- tradition I guess that would be Buddhism maybe there's a couple mm. different like religions in Japan one of which is Buddhism and uh, and there's maybe it's Shintoism one of which honors like the, your ancestors and you put out food offerings and so yeah. that's present in this episode and so that just slowing down and like honoring your ancestors is very cultural. And that slowing down for me was very comfortable because it was like, okay, you know, they're taking time to g- give some humanization to Sh- uh, Sawa and she's, she's uh, mourning over her village, not in like a weepy way, but in like, you know, I still remember them. So mm-hmm. I, I did like that. Yeah, I did like that. She yeah, asked okay. for some time. So Ringo star runs like goes outside for a bit to the edge of the village and she has some time to herself and yeah. 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 It was nice. It was nice. It was nice. So they're now back on the train. I'm just going to keep on on trucking through. They're back on the train. And then some things happened that really reminded me of full metal alchemist. I don't know about you chest or Ben. Did you did you get reminded one, of that one episode in yep. particular? Okay, so well, terrorist you, attack. Yeah, Ben, let's go. You haven't talked much. Let's go. You talk about it. Talk, talk about it. So we encounter some train robbers or rebels, terrorists. Uh, is that how they're described? Yeah, I, I think, think it's I, rebels. Either rebels or robbers. But um, I got excited right away because I was just like, "Ooh, this has." the makings of a good or cool scene or something. Um, <laughs> and in some ways it delivered some ways it didn't for me. Um, but it was still interesting. So um, as long as I, uh, I wrote more about my feelings than the actual scene. Let's see. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. So you I, did. Think, I think Sawa moves to do something first. Cause these, uh, do the rebels take like any hostages or anything, or are they just saying there's one government official that they're specifically right. targeting, and they say if you don't do what we want, we'll shoot him. But Sawa and and uh, Rinko are in the same car as them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the so exact the opposite side. It's the exact same situation as Full Metal, where they they take a government official hostage, saying, "Hey, we want one of our guys that's in prison released." And then we won't kill this guy. Which and is then exactly the government, the government dogs step in. Yeah, look at that. In the two same, of them. In the same plot. <laughs> two girls instead of two boys. There you go. Is yeah. that at the beginning of uh, Brotherhood? The train. It's it's uh, more it's, uh, beginning. Yeah. Episode four of the first one, or five of the first one. Oh, so yeah. that's not that's not Brotherhood. I don't think it's in Brotherhood. Because they're already they are already alchemy, uh, state alchemists, alchemists when Brotherhood starts. Oh, okay. Right. So I don't think You're I don't correct. think the train episode is in it. Cole is correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so so happens, that's happening, and Sawa starts to move towards like she's going to take care of this, yeah. and uh, Rinko is like, nope, this one's. This one's on me. And she starts like uh, just what's the drunkenly word? Drunkenly wobbling. 
Yes, I was thinking of a different word, but yes, that's what that's what she's doing. I, w- I was going to say sauntering. 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 Wow, he, you should be an author. Like the, so she's the, sauntering, <laughs> drunk, <laughs> wobbling, rarely, <laughs> and so these guys aren't really taking her seriously. Um, they call her like ma'am. They're like, ma'am, please sit down for your own safety. Right, and she doesn't. She doesn't look like a threat so much as an annoyance or like, you know, hey, you need to go ahead and sit down. And what does she do first? Well, there is a certain X-Men character she reminds me of because she (laughs) shoots a blade out of her her hand. First, she does a very romantic thing. And while he's saying, hey, stop, and he's got his hand up, she puts her hand right on his. It's very cute. Oh, that's true. (laughs) <laughs> but then she it does is. what you're saying until she shoots a blade into his body from her skin <laughs> yeah she actually she's more like the really bad version of deadpool than wolverine she you know how they gave deadpool like swords that pop out of his arms mm-hmm. um that's more like what it is not like wolverine because she only uses like one at a time but basically we find out that she was ex- Maybe you voluntarily experimented on, or maybe not. She was experimented on, and they put blades two at a time in her body, and then she magically can like draw them out and use them as like whips. So it's a special metal that she can um, manipulate with her mind. So they're razor sharp, and they she basically destroys the terrorists, ending with a very particular type of scene. But it's it's a pretty classic action scene up until the very end of the encounter where she's like dodging stuff and like like cutting people open and shooting mainly out of her hands, but like shooting blades out of her hands and like stabbing people. But she gets to the last guy and this was actually, I did not expect how far they would take this particular scene that they animated, but she, the guy is like trembling and she gets, she puts her hand like, fingers splayed up next to his head and is talking to him really creepily. And then she basically just like unsheathes a, a blade into his head and it wraps in his mouth in a spiral. And you're looking at her face for a bit of it. And then you look back at his face and his mouth is like a gape with just like a bloody blade in his mouth. And then she withdraws it really quickly and he slumps to the floor. But I just was not expecting that scene. Same. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was not not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. And then she just, uh, well, no. she walks back. She passes the main guard guy that he's in the army. And he's like, you guys must be in the, and she's like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> don't mention, don't finish that sentence. If I were you, let's just say you did this. And then she sits back down with Sawa. And she's like, you could have done that in half the time, couldn't you? And she's like, that's that's it. That's pretty much the scene. That is the scene. Nice job. That is yeah. the scene. So she that actually surprised re- me, actually. It did to me as well. The X-Men character I thought you were going to reference, Chess, is the one that I don't remember her name, but the one that fights Wolverine in X-Men 2. Uh, that has, she, she was like made after Wolverine. The one that gets metal out of her fingers. Oh, um, yeah. Right. That, I was thinking of when I, 
the girl holds her hands open and a blade comes out between her two middle fingers and it just reminded me of Deadpool. Ooh, yeah. Uh, like, because it's just like the same like sword style. Three sword style. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is supposed to be in X-Men or X2, whether it's supposed to be mm. X-23 or Moriko. Ben, uh, like, I think they gave her the name of X-23, even though it's not what the comic book X-23 looks think, like. I think you're, you're but she, correct. But Mariko is the one that has the, the long nails in the comics. So, you know, yeah, right. it's one of those two. Or a mix of both. They weren't, they weren't super concerned with, like, canon at that point in making X-Men, I don't think. Sure. Well, it's only the second X-Men movie. But I don't. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they were like super. At, they weren't as concerned about source material back then. Is what I is what I feel watching some of the older movies. All right. Let's go through this all the inconsistencies of the X Men <laughs> franchise. Starting. The- I love the X Men movies, so don't get me wrong. I do. Too. I love I, the X Men well, series. Most of them. Anyway, except for yeah, some of the Wolverine movies, unfortunately. But anyway. Anyway. Sh- Shoot, N- neither of them were in this episode. <laughs> oh, I could talk a lot about X Men. Oh, I know. Nightcrawler does poof in there in the train, and he's like, "Shoot, it's already done," and then he poofs back out. But hey, careful! That was as close close as you got. Yeah, Nightcrawler is one of our one of our favorite characters here in the dads. So be careful. This all three dads. He's my favorite X Men. Oh, he's three not dads talking X-Men. about Nightcrawler. He's <laughs> talking about Nightcrawler. <laughs> change the title right now. Is it Gambit for you? Gambit is Kolb's. Yes, it is. That Gambit is my okay. favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard toss between Wolverine and Nightcrawler for me, but Nightcrawler is so dang cool. He's so cool. Wolverine and Gambit are up there for me as well. Same. Same. I always like Magneto. He's a fascinating villain to me. He and while we're not talking about <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, there's a lot of X-Men references in this train and then the train scene <laughs> <laughs> comes to an end. <laughs> that was not a stall, folks. We just love X-Men. That was it's not true. us like stalling for time. We just really love the X-Men. <laughs> so just to clear that up, that was not us like procrastinating. Right. So this they is, made it though. Yeah. So they made it back to Tokyo. Sawa makes it back to her old bookshop and it's all dusty. And mm-hmm. I don't know if she knows what she's doing there just yet, why she came back to Tokyo, but she's there. Yeah, the bookshop I got the feeling of nostalgia. Like well, she's missing that, that her is, but Asahi what was, and what was what? what was her reason for going to Tokyo is what I'm saying. I don't know what she was thinking. Oh, I think it's just she, like you said before, she didn't have anywhere to go. Okay, that makes sense. So, she notices her bookshelves are all dusty. She gets out her little, you know, pom-pom duster, and she's getting it ready, yep. and she's, you know, doing all these things. And then she sees a book, and she Wait, remembers. why does she do that? Why does she do that? Uh, I'm sure it's something that Ossie had said a while ago. Because it's what Ossie would yep. have wanted. There yep. you go. You can't you can't sell any books if they're all dusty. Yep. Good point. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah. That's true. This lady is taking all of her life life worthy advice from a little girl. 
But anyway, so she starts dusting these books. And then she sees one and she remembers something that Suki was quoting a while ago. I don't remember the quote, but it was from the book, The Merchant of Venice. And she's like, oh, The Merchant of Venice. And she picks up that book, opens it up, and she finds something inside. A corpse? No, a note. A full corpse inside of a three by five book. Yeah, that's absolutely right. No, no she, find, she finds a note. What does this note say? We don't know because she didn't read it out loud to the audience. We don't but know. Then this is the this is the end of the episode, folks. Mm-hmm. Right. This and ending she, is actually a little crazy. Yeah, she does some crazy things. So she has this note. She reads it. We don't know what it says. What happens next? She's ticked. We see yes. that right away in her face. She looks like, like uh, what's her name from Attack on Titan in that one scene? Elena right, zooms in on her face. Yeah, Elena. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. You married? No, but she. You, <laughs> yeah. No, but she is. Uh, she is very pissed off. And she speaking makes of, her way. Yeah. Of speaking, speaking of. Come on, Cole. Was it an Attack on Titan reference? Let's talk about Attack on Titan. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of Attack on Titan, I found out what the word Jaeger means in German. Do you know what Jaeger means in German? No, actually, I don't. What is it? Monster. It, it means hunter. So they <gasps> yes. probably picked um, that name for Aaron on purpose, obviously. But oh, I found shit. that out today, literally today. So it's, I heard wow. Jaeger means hunter in German. Oh, I knew this because my this is very specific. My dad has a sticker that it, he used to be a sniper in the SWAT team, and they had that phrase in German, which means headhunter, on the sticker. And I asked him nice. what it meant one time, and Jaeger is in there. Should have known that. Hunter yeah. x Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Speaking yeah, of hunters, wow! I was watching a Jaeger x Jaeger earlier, and <laughs> I'm looking to see if it. I can find the sticker, but I don't see it. Yeah, because our listeners will definitely be able to see that. All right, Ben, go ahead and finish uh, what you were going to say. Oh yeah, so Sawa makes her way to Jin's office, where he does his paperwork. And, uh, oh yeah. So she has the (laughs) mission paperwork with her, I think. And Mm -hmm. she, she, she slaps or no, he has the mission paperwork. She slaps it and then slices it. Is that what the order is? (laughs) Well, slices. Yeah. She, well, so she, she comes in the door. It's this very like cinematically like dramatic scene because she comes in the door and he turns. He's like, "Good, you came back. I got your next mission, my lady." And he puts the papers in front of her, and she's like, looking like she's gonna take it. And then it's like a flip of the hand and a pew, smack this way, and there's a snow flurry of papers. And she dashes through them with her sword, and we think she stabbed Jin. And we're like, "How'd that happen?" He's a crazy BA person, but she hasn't. She has gone behind him and slashed an X, like the X-Men, in his shirt, revealing (gasps) back hair. Yep. (laughs) That's 
There you go. Orange back hair like Ben has, according to Johnny. <laughs> That's what I thought of as soon as I said that. <laughs> yeah. No, she reveals the same scarred back that killed her family and village that she mm-hmm. glimpsed through a little hole in the wood when she was hiding. So Jen killed her family. Jen killed the village. It wasn't Snake Man after all. Question. Bum, bum, how many bum. of you, how many of the three dads were surprised by this? Show of hands. Uh, I yep. did have to, I, I did have to go back because I wasn't sure what I was looking at first. I didn't know if it was <laughs> his like, front or his back or where his pants were or where it was just. <laughs> I, honestly, I think the reason why I was so skeptical of what I was seeing is because of what we experienced with Suki when right. she got sliced by a sword. I'm like, oh, no, what what are we seeing? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. It, and I think, Chess, it's funny. You in the last uh, one of the earlier Jorn episodes that I was listening to. I don't think you alluded to this exact thing happened, but you you said a lot. Your uh, prediction that Jin has a lot more to do with Sawa than we than we understand whether it was i think you thought maybe related or just some somehow yeah. intertwined with her and yeah. boy um, mo- is he intertwined connection. yeah yeah you're right with that and i did say that new definitely was the one that killed her family i didn't say Jin, but i did say that new definitely did and he's the head of new so or new a new e so that's how and it ends. that's the episode yeah <laughs> Um, and spoiler, that's also how the next episode ends. Just to get that out of the way. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, it's and actually that's a classic hol- anime thing. Yeah. yeah, it was it was hilarious. <laughs> I still I, sometimes I do. I still enjoy reading the comments in Crunchyroll, and I was reading the comments, and they're like, I had to like. They're like, wait, did it just end the same way? Is it? Are we right back where we started? <laughs> Like a whole episode later. <laughs> so it does end like that. And then basically you're like, oh crap, like there's some major stuff that's about to go down. Not yet. Three episodes left and they throw in, I would say uh, probably the best flashback we've had, but a full episode of a flashback completely revolving around Jin. That's the next episode. And it ends, spoiler, right in the same scene the same way that it plays out it there's no differences like once the scene catches up from the flashback boom it's the same thing and it's basically going to walk you through how did jen get to where he was and why did he kill sawa's family it's actually very sad very sad folks <laughs> so hang on to your tissues and mm. your toilet your items Andrew, what I Speaking said, of I tissues. Toiletry items. <laughs> oh. I heard What'd toaster. Think, oh, that too. Either one. Take your pick your poison. <laughs> so basically we find out that Jin. Uh how far back does it start? Is he a little so the, Oh right, the he's, first he's in the cage. He's in the cage. Not not even there. The first flashback we see is right after Suki is and Asahi have been killed. So Jin yep. 
is been has been given by one of the cleaners all the things that Suki had on her, like papers and books or a book or some sort of notebook. And uh, he burns whatever he was given. And then he gives some money. He pays off a little kid. It's the same kid that was like putting books back into the um, the bookstore yeah. back in episode one. So it's this little kid. He pays this kid off. Uh, he's like, hey, there's plenty of money for you and your and your mom. Go live. Fine. And the kid's like, oh, this is great. Thanks. Even though he's kind of terrified at the same time. For, and then, forget everything you saw. Forget everything yeah. you saw. That kind of stuff. So he pays him off. And then the cleaner is like, hey, was that smart? We probably shouldn't have anybody, you know, any loose ends here. Any loose ends. Like, <laughs> obviously, you Stupid. need to get rid of all of the evidence. And then the, the, the very predictable classic thing is, yeah, Jen kills the cleaner. And it's even oh. classic because he turns to face him. So you can't see really Jen's body because the cleaner's back is obscuring it. And then, you know, a blade yep. pokes out and you're like, oh, he stabbed him. Cool. Yep. Very, very obvious. Maybe the cleaner wanted to die. He just made it like, hey, maybe sure you tie like, all so loose ends, stick, including stick myself. Yeah. Intent. <laughs> Here's a sword. Left it around for you. I don't I don't think that was the case. I think they did it poorly. But uh, yeah, anyway, Jin kills the guy. <clears throat> and as he does, he says this line that's repeated a couple times, I think. Uh, People will betray you, whether friend or foe. There's no ruling somebody's heart. And then, and then we go, that's when the opening starts. Then we get to Jin's actual past. This is where he was all caged up. Yeah. So he's, he's in a cage and there's a person above him. There's this friend. We start seeing glimpses of the snake scientist guy. They're doing experiments on people. Jin is in a cage, obviously in order to be experimented on. He's talking to his friend. He's like, we're going to escape this. We're going to get out. And he's like, no, look. And he like holds his hand down. He's like, I saved this glass. I'm going to kill myself. And he's like, don't do it. We can escape. And then the friend literally kills himself in like two seconds later. And mm-hmm, blood is mm-hmm. like pulling, pulling down, which I will honestly say, I was like, didn't expect that to happen that quickly, but okay. Right. So the friend does like, kill himself off screen and then the blood comes down and Jin doesn't bat an eye he's like oh I mean he is upset but he's not like distraught like without any reason he grabs the glass and hides because his idea was to incapacitate the guards uh, and he does so basically they show up and they're like crap another one died we gotta clean it up and then the next scene is him running in the woods and he it flashes back to the castle and there's like eight to ten bodies on the floor that he's killed, and he's trying to flee the perimeter. Um, and that's when what happens? Bum, bum, bum. A cool guy shows up. Yeah, <laughs> Mister cool No Name. Mister No Name. It was cool no to face. just like have a. I, I mean that seriously. Like it was cool to have a cool guy just show up and like be a part <laughs> of the story. Um, yeah, we Tell don't know cool guy. Name. Or no, we don't. He says he doesn't have a name, but well, I won't get there yet. But so somebody drops right next to Jin and says, the Shogun has chosen you. Yeah. That's in English. And he's, uh, got, he's, a, he's got a great voice. Yes. Yeah. Great voice. The Shogun yeah, what, has what did he y'all. flash to him? His badge? His sheriff's yeah. badge or what? It's like a New tattoo badge. on his hand. Yeah, he says new needs him. 
Why did I write down 120 snake venom resistance? That's the because, next scene. Yeah. That's why he got picked. What do you mean? So the Shogun took note. <laughs> well, we'll just skip forward. So he's going to die. The The guy says, you can come with me or you can get shot by these guys. So he's like, sure, I'll go with you. And does he do a little bit of training? He does a little bit of training, right? No, not right Show away. Some- he has no, to show his resolve, goes, I think. Right. So he goes to a, a place. The Shogun is shadowed behind a veil. And it gets brought up in that he's been bit X amount of times by snakes. And he's been resistant. So he is a strong person of mind and body. Oh, and they want, yeah. They want him for new, basically. And that's where the like, scars they test his res- came t- from. Yeah. We got to test his resolve first. Got it. So how do we test... How do we test someone who's withstood 120 snake bites? Mentally. Mm-hmm. Mm. No physical contest here. It's all about the pride. You get a bunch of Slurpees from 7-Eleven, spread them all along the floor, and have someone lick it up. <laughs> that was basically it. Was it blood? Was that what they put on it? I thought it was, it was wine. It was wine. I think it was, it was wine. wine. Is it a wine? Full, a full okay. bottle. Oh, he calls for wine, right? He's like, bring out some wine. I think you're thinking blood because the blood or the wine dripping off of the statue that they poured on that's kind of falling. It reminds him of his friend's blood that was dripping down out of the cage. Right, right. right. So they they test Jin by saying, but any person of new has to have constitutional fortitude and willing <laughs> to obey anything so they take a whole bottle of wine and pour it over a um a granite face it's called a bust actually of oh, the shogun oh, yeah. i believe now yeah, he should be the like writer a... <laughs> <laughs> it's it looks like one of those big greek like heads that you see in like museums and stuff and so they pour this whole bottle of wine over it and spills all over the ground. And they're like, okay, your test is to clean this up. And if there's one drop left, you fail. And you go right back to Snake Man. And he's like, well, I don't have anything to clean it up with. And the cool guy is basically like, you have a tongue, don't you? And you're like, oh, crap. They're going to make him lick all this wine up, aren't they? Great. And sure enough, they do. Thankfully, we don't have to watch. It just basically, you see him like lick up one drop and then it cuts to like him with a stomach ache because uh, he's <laughs> he's literally holding his stomach like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but it was clean, which is a little unrealistic because it would have stained something, but it was clean. He passed the test. Yes. He sure did. Passed it. Becomes a new agent. Becomes a new man. New yep. identity. And this guy, yeah, uh, our cool guy, gives him a name, Jin a Kuzuhara. New name. Oh, nice. A new A name. Gonna <laughs> keep going with these puns. <laughs> anyway, he gives him a new name, Jin Kuzuhara. And then he's like, hey, well, what should I call you? And the guy's like, well, I don't have a name. But some people call me this. Ben, what do they call him? The cool guy. Betty. But my folks around here call me. Uh, Mr. Whitaker. Get <laughs> uh, all wit. This is not who I expected. Kod- Kodo Dama. 
Yeah, which means hey, um Gorodama. Oh, shoot, what does it mean? It, it means it's... the force behind one's words. Nice. Yeah, so he's he's meant to be like this mysterious assassin behind the shogun's words. Basically, what we pull out of that. He's the no-name assassin that just acts for the shogun. Yep. Huh, yeah, anyway, so this is when he starts to train Jin. They're making him an agent. Uh, so there's yeah. a quick montage of that. Jin and Kodo, sorry, Jin and uh, Witsen there, they go to the facility that <laughs> Jinome was at, you know, Yeesh. experimenting on these people because Jinome has betrayed the shogun. And that's the first. Yes. That's the first time we hear that line uh, from the beginning. People will betray you, whether friend or foe. Can't rule no people's what. hearts. Okay, so they're like, "Well, we got to take him down," and they basically do. They burn his facility down. They kill a lot of people, but Genoa May escapes, obviously because he's alive in our show. So, as they do that, the Shogun actually gives Jin a new task. And it is to protect this blue blood village, which I was surprised about, to be honest. Same, same. When they yeah. show up at the village, I was like, oh, crap, he's about to wipe out the village. Nope. I want you to protect this village from yeah. Jerome. Agreed. Yep, that's absolutely I right. So, that was pretty cool. I really I really liked this episode, actually. Yeah, so that's Jin's new, ta- new uh, task. Stay in the mountains protect this village from anybody that comes near that is threatening and he does a fantastic job he's slicing and dicing anybody that's coming around lots of montages of him slicing dicing yeah and he lives in a cave lives in a cave by himself and they featured our megalobox wolf yep he did have a cameo (laughs) junk dog was there Good I to did see think, him. I did think of Megalobox Really? Saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, they recycled. Nice. They didn't recycle. It's not the same studio. <laughs> but nice cameo by Junk Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out Junk Dog is a mom. So surprise there. Or at least playing we one all, in this show. We all knew that back in Megalobox times. That's true, we did. <laughs> I knew that was a mom. <laughs> um, and so basically... Jin is about to like kill this wolf and you hear a voice say, Don't do it! Don't do it! And it's a woman who for a half second I thought was Sawa. But then I was like, that doesn't make sense. So turns out Sawa's mom. And Sawa's mom is like, hey, don't be killing those wolves. She's just trying to be a mom and protect her children. Shame on you. Wouldn't you do the same if you were a mom protecting your children? And mm. he's like, ah, I guess so. And so he lets the wolf go, and they go away, and then she's like, you must be the guardian spirit that's been protecting our village for so long. And he's like, that's me. I'm your ghost spirit. And she's like, why don't you come down? He's like, nope. Got a duty, ma'am. And he salutes her, and then they <laughs> they part way. <laughs> they part ways. <laughs> That's good. No, That's but good. do y'all have any other things to add about this first encounter? Nope. Uh, other than that, Sawa's mom also has the power that she does. She does. So she, very she, trans- she transforms in front of him saying like, hey, if you try to kill that wolf, I'm going to do something to you. But I'm anyway, going to kill you. Yeah. 
So there's this another montage of him killing other people, but he's also doing nice things for her. Like he's like one of the things is he he leaves flowers for. Um, so it's nice. He's kind of building a relationship, but just kind of from afar. And let's see your, your opinions, fellas. Was this a romantic thing or was it more like a mother son type thing? Because he has a flashback of his mother dying right before him in some sort of, in some form or another. Um, so was it, did he have feelings for this lady or was it more like, so it is impossible to tell ages in animes, <clears throat> like impossible. So I, I did think it was like him romantically pursuing this woman until another shortly thereafter. She says like my other son, it's good to have a son. Like she references him as a son. And then with that mother montage, it's like, okay, he's, he's viewing her as a, a maternal figure. Um, not a romantic figure. That was my I, opinion. I also thought mother, motherly figure. Ben, what'd you think? I was thinking romantic. I actually had a moment where I even wrote down like, oh, uh, this was kind of early on. Did Jin and Mama Sawa have Sawa? Maybe Sawa's dad. <laughs> I, well, I was like, well, is Sawa born yet? I don't know the timeline here. I don't know ages, you know? Uh, but That's then, yeah, one. as time went on more and more, I was convinced that. I will, I will admit, at the very beginning of the episode, when that part <clears throat> started, I also had a half second of like, is he going to be Sawa's dad? Is that what they're about to do? But then it quit. Went, you see Sawa pretty shortly thereafter in the field with her brother. Yeah. So I was like, yep. nah, that's not it. They about to do that. They about, they about to do that. Jin, Sawa dad. Do that. Do that. <laughs> do that, do. But no, he's not Sawa's dad. Nope. Uh, he is the guardian spirit of the village. And he starts to get more info from the Shogun. Uh, he's been well, told that Jerome is closing in. Uh, so be un- be be wary, be wary, right? There's like a few like warnings, like some updates, sort of to his mission of like, hey, be on the lookout. Jerome is closing in on some stuff. He really wants these blue bloods, right? I don't think I so. Think, I think yeah. it just goes straight into the new orders. That's what I thought too. Oh, or at least I don't have any notes between the conversation we just had and then new mission, eliminate them all. LOL. (laughs) Spoiler. You gotta kill them, kill them all. (laughs) Yeah. Basically the Shogun becomes a classic despot and is like, well, if they're not for me, they're against me. And he says, I don't want them working with my enemies and they refuse to work with me. So, Jin, guess what? You got to go kill them all tonight in their sleep. And what could make that mission harder? His uh, faux maternal mom showing up with rice cakes that she's made for him, especially for him because it's cold. And he's sitting on a ledge over the <laughs> on a cliff, looking at this village and eating rice cakes and crying because he's so sad. Yeah, one of the one of the things that I like Jin about what was that? Just <laughs> I was gonna say something, but you were talking. I didn't want to interrupt you. So okay, stop. Sorry. Talking. One of the things I like about Jin is that he seems like he's a very rational guy. Uh, when he when he's getting the orders from uh, Wit, there he's like, "Well, okay, 
the plan. I'll just go kill Janome. Like there's the, there's the right. obvious answer. And then he's like, well, no, even if you kill him, there's always going to be somebody that wants to use these guys against the Shogun. So you got to kill them instead. <clears throat> so, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, wits end there. He uses the rationale that, you know what? You of all people should know that if Janome gets his hands on these people, they're going to go through intense suffering. At least if you kill them now, it'll be quick. And I'm like, you scumbag. Horrible logic. Horrible, yeah. horrible logic. <clears throat> I'm, I'm never going to wit's end again. Seriously, Odyssey. I. I mean, come on. It's really, dude, his advice has gone down the tubes. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, but anyway, that's what I liked about Jin. It was a very rational response. Like, okay, we don't want Jin Jernome to get these guys. I'll just go kill Jernome instead of killing the yeah. entire village. Problem like that makes solved. sense. But yeah. anyway, he 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 doesn't. And the so. Shogun's like, no, you've already proven you'll do anything by licking up the wine. Now kill <laughs> yeah. all these people. But uh-huh. wait, does he do the thing? Does he do the you know the thing? The, the thing. Oh yeah, the thing. Before or after? After. <laughs> it's after. Okay, so he goes down to the village after being very sad. Question though, this was actually what I was gonna ask before when you were like, "What are you doing?" He obviously kills the family. What? <laughs> What is what is y'all's feelings? But as he's sitting on that cliff, like deciding what to do, what is y'all's feelings of like? Because you know what's gonna happen. We already know he's gonna kill the families. Mm-hmm. But you're like, why? Like for me, I'm like, this is this is the moment where you get to decide. Are you are you following the Shogun? Like, are you a believer in what the Shogun's doing, or are you gonna do what's right? And he seems to be a following the orders of those in front of him, no matter what, um, no matter what they are, which is unfortunate. So, what was the question? What was like? What What did you think? What is your opinion of Jin in this moment? <laughs> you know, for me, Ben, I'm going to go first. Sorry, uh, I think yeah, Jin just a a young guy, and he doesn't. Like following orders is what he knows. And the guy, you know, uh, Wit says, you know, the Shogun's orders are absolute. You can't do anything about it. And so Jin's like, okay, I'm terribly sad, but I don't have much of an option. I have to do it. And it reminds me a lot of Roy Mustang because under Mm. orders, he, spoilers, he shoots Winry's parents under orders, even though they were just doctors and they were helping out people. Um, And because of that, Roy Mustang forms his new uh, persona where he's like, I'm not going to follow every order that gives me or that that's given to me. And he makes his own way from there on where he's like, I don't like orders that are coming down. I'm going to become the Fuhrer and make orders from now on for myself. And I feel like that's the same way with Jin here where he followed orders because he was young, impressionable. He's thought the Shogun's words were absolute. And he follows through with it this time, but later down the road, he's not going to quite follow those orders. And I think that's personified in the scene where he takes out the Shogun soldiers uh, when they're beating up those those taggers, you know? Yeah. 
Also yeah. by not handing over Sawa as soon as the Shogun has been wanting him to. Right. He's so that's, yet to give up Sawa in present time. That's my opinion. He obviously picked the wrong one, but I think it's because he was young. He was new to this. Well, I don't know how about new, but he was. his mindset was new the way. Shogun's words are absolute, and he did it, and he obviously regretted it. Ben, go ahead. Oh, that was just a really good Seriously. description. Uh, <laughs> yeah, even while I, you could have said like a different anime character for so many animes, I was thinking you'd actually go to Attack on Titan because my goodness, how many times do we talk about a character? Well, they did the wrong thing, but you think of, well, think of this, think of that and just like we're not here and we weren't there justifying people's incorrect actions, uh, there is something to be said of, of circumstances surrounding it, uh, where that character is. So Jin, like you mentioned, his, his age, um, his upbringing or lack thereof. Uh, but ultimately, I was still bummed. Like, I didn't want to see Jin do this because... Mm. I was becoming more and more of a fan. He's been the one character in this entire show that has grown on me. And right. so I was like, ah, I don't like seeing that. But uh, he's trying to do things right now. But so Sawa we, might slice that him we up. Think. That we <laughs> think. Yeah. yeah. She might end his character pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, so, Chess, what do you mean by that? No, I mean, I I was very disappointed. Now that I know his whole backstory, I was really, really sad that he did kill the whole village. Because I, I just was... He's gone through a lot of suffering, and he clearly did not want to. It's not like he did it and then cried. Like, he was crying going into it. And so it's like, okay, you, you know this is wrong on some level. Mm-hmm but you're choosing to do it. I think yep. that's what made it hard for me is like, if he had been like, well, if that's what's best and then he did it. And then it was this moment where like the mom is like, protect my daughter or something like that. And that snapped him where he's like, what have I done? But he goes into it with like knowing he's choosing to follow the Shogun. And again, for better, for worse. But that was what was hard is like, he's crying on the cliff. That's why I, st- I asked it at the cliff. Cause he's, he knows what's being asked of him. And he's been watching over these people with the montage that he's been given for months sure. at this point. Like, it's not like yeah. a couple days. Like it's I'm, I'm assuming people don't show up at the village every week <laughs> to, to kill them. Well, so it's he's also been... the seasons, you know, he gets there. It's like dead of winter. Right. And during right. this scene, right, right. it's right in the middle of spring or summer. So a lot it's of time been, has passed. It's been a de- decent amount of time. So he's spent a lot of time investing protecting them they have a relationship at this point with the families so it was hard for me because it was like yeah it wasn't like a snap decision and it oh it's just it's just tough like i feel like even in (laughs) attack on titan one of the things that's great about attack on titan is how gray things are yeah because you always are given everybody's perspective so you've got like aaron who's going to commit genocide and somehow you still have Ah, us on the, on the bring that up. (laughs) Yeah. Like on our podcast, we're like, well, we don't agree with genocide, but let's discuss why he's getting to this point. And 
we're able to have that conversation because it's like, well, we've shown Aaron's side, we've shown, you know, everybody else's side in this. And with this, it's just like, we have a ruler, he wants to rule, and he's yep. shadowy, and he says to kill these people. So I'm like, well, clearly you're the bad guy. Clearly there's no question here. So I was just sad that Jim made that decision. Just sad. And Chest, what was what was our conclusion on the genocide conversation? <laughs> Just, we all got off the genocide train at some point. Genocide is still it's, genocide. It's still yes. genocide. That's true. That was we all could statement. agree on that. Genocide is, is still genocide, which is genocide. Yep. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. We all, Can we, we all, all say agreed. Yeah. <laughs> we all agree with say Hans that. on that one. Remember Hans's yeah. quote? Like, yeah, I will not let you justify this genocide or whatever her quote was. It was something like, oh, that. yeah, so great, great, yeah, great yeah. show. Yeah, mm. Mm. but uh, yeah. So, oh, so he yeah, just we didn't bring that up, Jess. Yeah, she says, she says, I'll, I'll be darned if yeah, I, I ever support genocide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. oh man, so good. Hanja is great. So, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. So Jen does not <laughs> stop. At that, he does not say, I'll be darned if I ever do mass murder. Right. He says, I'll just mass murder this village. I'll and, do it. Yeah. And it's really sad because you, you then get a montage of him like killing people in their sleep or like the candles blowing out because he's, you know, ninja stealthed into the house and the candles blow out from the wind and then he slices up an old lady. Again, none of this is like explicitly on screen. It's just, you know, classic, like maybe a blood splatter. Maybe just the sounds of like, ah, a little more dramatic than that. But oh. then he gets to <laughs> Sawa's house and Sawa's house is the only one that's really like still functioning. Like they have, you know, a fire going and like people are up. Um, and then it basically shows you the other side of the of the of the story from what Sawa was viewing and what we saw earlier. And it's like. Literally, the mom is still making food for Jen, and so I was like, "Who's who's that food for?" She's like, "It's for our guardian spirit." Cue the guardian spirit with blood all over him, showing up at the door and stabbing her in the chest. So mm. yeah, I mean, he like he basically like knocks on the door, and she's like, "Oh, good, you're here. I made your food." And then he's like, "Yeah, I gotta kill you all." So he kills them all, and it's messy. And then he discovers really? that Saw was still alive. But, but then there's voices. He hears voices. I think there's someone still alive. Get a bucket. Put out the fire. And he runs away. Yeah, oh, you're missing some of it. Put another strip on the barbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mate. So, Why are you burning your fire so high? <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to kill Sorry. Australian he's, listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's going to kill Sawa actually when he finds her in the closet. Uh, and then he remembers, yeah. he remembers Sawa's mom's words about how a mom wants to protect her kids at all costs. And then he hears the people coming in and he knows that it's Jonome's people. It's not just some random villager. And he's like, well, I'm not going to leave this girl for them. So he takes her. He doesn't leave her. He takes her with him. Right. But someone is left. <gasps> That's right. Someone is still alive. The brother. Hence why he was in the brother. The uh, minimalistic, dark brother. sorcerer 
snake castle. The worst episode. Yeah, episode four. We know it by heart because it's burned in our brains. <laughs> it's, it's burned there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that uh, and then basically yes. cue back to present time, and it literally is a repeat. Sh- uh, sh- uh, Shugawa opens the door. Well, and again, you got it. You're missing something. <laughs> so, oh so yeah, that's why I don't take, recap. You know, Sawa. He takes Sawa out of the village. Uh, Wit is pretty angry about that. You uh, you mentioned it earlier, Chess, and now you don't want to talk about it. He's like, nope, can't have this. Oh, the... can't have this girl alive. All of them need to be dead. So you know, um, Koto is you know his name. The name. Lifts his sword up, ready to kill him, and then Jin stops him by giving him a good sword slice in the, back. in the back or the head. I don't know because the guy's hat splits in half. And I think it's like across the whole head back. Yeah. And then Jin's like, "Look here, whatever comes of this decision, I'm gonna deal with it, but I can't kill this little girl. Whether it's good, bad, ugly, grudges happen, I'm just gonna bear the whole thing because I don't want to kill this little girl." Uh, it's something like. Does that. he say the betrayal? Remember. Does he say the betrayal line? I don't remember. I don't think so. But anyway, how did you guys feel about uh, you know Whitaker, his face being like so, like uh, normal? I I did not want. I was going to say that be revealed. I didn't want it's him lame. to. I just wish they'd kept him with the his hat. They haven't shown his face the whole time. Viewers at home. Right. Uh, it's been covered by a straw hat, and that's what brings the cool factor. Is he's this no-named, no-faced yes. assassin that yep. took this guy under his wing because he was gonna die. But then when Jin kills him, it shows his face, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just a human." I'm like, "What is the what is the ethereal love thing that mm. we're supposed to?" <laughs> see? Nice, well done. Yeah, that's great. Love is a hard word. Yeah, I liked I liked it actually, saying like. This guy is just a guy. He's just a normal guy. He's some, as Ben would say, some Charles. And he's <laughs> what made him cool was his hat. I mean, so I, I love that he was just, he just looked like a normal guy. Just Charles, Charles dying over there. Uh, I didn't want to see Charles. I wanted to see like, uh, like a robot head or, uh, <laughs> or, or, or in like this show, scarred. in this show, to be honest, it could have yeah. happened. Something could have extreme. Been a, a transformer under there. <laughs> yeah. Optimus Prime would have popped out. I've been like, oh, well, par for the course. Yeah. 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 And Jen's like, I, this part, okay. So this kind of ties into what we just talked about with Jen. I don't like that Jen, like, almost like makes himself a hero or, you know, like, like, I'm going to put the burden on me. I'm going to protect this girl. And it's just like, come on, man. Like you're the reason everybody's in this situation. Like, yes. Like we just said, we get that there were circumstances surrounding it and he may not have, but he just killed the whole village. And the reason why she's alone is because you killed everybody else. So literally her parents in cold blood. Yeah. So I did really love that. Like almost making it seem like he's doing something honorable now, but it's like, you can't create your own honorable situation by killing everyone else. You can if everyone else is dead. Nobody knows. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You control the narrative, evidently. (laughs) 
Yeah. That must be how that works. Uh, yeah. 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 Still, my favorite scene of the show, boys, is Jen taking out those soldiers. Ah, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, with the guns? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Really I really good. liked that scene. That was really good. That was good. So yeah, now we're right back where we started. We've got two episodes left. <laughs> uh, oh, one. There was of them... one thing. There was oh, one more thing than we because you had talked about how they end the same way. They do end the same way, but this one ends with her asking him. Hmm. Did you kill them? Oh, that's true. Um, Sorry. There's one extra thing. That's it. Yeah. That, otherwise, yeah, it's shot for shot, scar for scar, tit for tat, toot for loot, boot for scoot, <laughs> flute for toot, and yeah. Rudy toot toot doop. <laughs> this show, I've realized, does a uh, it does a job. Can't give it a descriptor. It it uh it it's it seeks to bring in characters for one episode, or for very short amount of time, short amount of time, and then just kill them off. Uh, it seems to be a common theme in this show. It's like let's bring up let's bring in a new character out of nowhere. Uh, sometimes we'll do it well, like a cool samurai man, and sometimes they'll just show up and then we'll kill them. So, that's uh, just becoming normal <laughs> i don't know how i feel about it that's right any any predictions going forward fellas Ooh, i think jen is actually sawa's dad mm. no i don't <laughs> I, I mean i feel like they spent so much time giving us information i feel like they just gotta fight yeah i don't know what they're gonna do with the see this is the problem this show could totally resolve everything with jen and sawa in the next episode and then we have like one more episode of something or they could build up and then the last episode is that fight but I don't know what they would build up. It's it, they're in the conflict. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> like the conflict has started. There's nothing. I don't know. So I I don't know. I think they'll fight in the next episode. What do you think, Cole? Yeah, I don't know. I I have a lot of ideas going around in my head about. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Jin is a, the ringleader of all these changelings. Like every one of them was under him in some manner or another whether it was through the orders of the Shogun or not. Uh, I'm thinking Rinko might be one also. Um, I don't know if really? you noticed. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but like during the, the train scene, she had like fangs almost. Her teeth were, she had like fangs. Yeah. So I was like, what is that? That doesn't seem normal. Uh, and she's That's obviously true. been under his orders this whole time. She didn't stop Suki when she was a changeling, like maybe that'd be a reason for it because they're on the same team. Uh, there's a lot of ideas in my head because we don't okay, really you should know. should go with that one. What? You should go with that one. That's a fun prediction. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So whether it's for good or for evil, I think we all thought Jin was the bird man. Um, and I think he was trying to get a team of these changelings because there's something we forgot in the 
past episode, Jin makes one of his informants drink the blue elixir, saying like, "Hey, you're gonna oh, drink this, yeah. otherwise I'm gonna kill your brother." And that was like a, a 20 second scene, so we kind of just forgot about it. But he's That's it's right, almost like he's starting his own group to undermine the Shogun or to murder the Shogun or something. So that's my, I, I, I'm thinking that might come about and he's going to try to get Sawa to be on his team because she's, you know, part of that. She's got that power, you know. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, I'm going to, so this is, you get all the credit because I'm piggybacking here. They fight in episode 11. They end with episode 11 like, oh, what? I think this was just a misunderstanding. Let's fight the Shogun together. And that's what they do in 12. <laughs> okay. I think this was a misunderstanding. Again, that's cre- credit to Cole. I just piggybacked off of him. Oh, you know who we forgot about? Harla Hannah's somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's somewhere. Somewhere. Anyway. Well. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we will find out come next week. But until then, folks, <laughs> you'll just have to wait and see. Read and find out, as they like to say, in the world of books. So if you can't read this. Take a look. But... It's in a book. <laughs> it's true. Everybody, thank you for sticking with us through this episode. It was longer than I thought it would be, probably because of some filler we threw in. But we hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you enjoy listening to us talk about Jordan. And we look forward to finishing out this show with you next week on Three Dads talking about anime. What do you get when you add two plus one? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What, what do you get when those three guys, guys love guys having start having, 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 having kids or dads and so become fathers and they each have kids went on the different ways. What happens? So you get three dads talking about anime. Three, three dads. dads. Three dads talk about anime.